Welcome to the show. Here's my dad. On this episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast, we talk about the adoption profile online listing service called MyBabiesFamily.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Infant Adoption Guide podcast. My name's Tim Elder, adoptive dad of three, and this is the podcast all about domestic infant adoption, the only show about domestic infant adoption, because I started this show because I wanted to give you some inspiration, some hope that you can reach the dream of becoming parents through adoption. My wife and I did it three times. I know how stressful it can be. I know how costly it can be. I know how long it can take. We want to help you with that on this show. That's what we do on each and every show, and today is no different. But before we get into the interview today, I wanted to let you know about Adoption Profile Videos. I have created an online course called Adoption Profile Videos Made Easy, and I teach you how to create an amazing profile video, and I teach you how to share that profile video because... A lot of people don't even make a video. I want to teach you how to make a great one so you can get noticed. You can be found by an expectant mom. That's what happened in all three of our adoptions. Our kids as birth parents found us through our videos, and they loved them. They told us over and over again. They watched them over and over again. And that's what's made us stand out amongst everyone else. So I want you to have the same thing. I know you can do this. Profile videos are an amazing way to make a connection. So go to adoptionprofilevideo.com, get started with some free information. If you want to dive right into the online course, you can do that as well. And I just invite you to go do that. And it really is a, a good segue into the interview that we have today. We have on the show Brad Lindemann, who is uh, the CEO, founder of mybabiesfamily.com. And they are a brand new adoption profile listing service online that you can uh, put your profile on and get out there to be found by an expectant mom looking to make an adoption plan. And Brad's an adoptive dad. He's a birth grandfather. He's got a very cool adoption story that he's going to share with you in the interview. And But mybabiesfamily.com is not an agency. It's not a law firm. It's not a facilitator. But they do help connect families, hopeful adoptive families, and expectant parents, and adoption advisors, as he says, which are agencies and adoption attorneys. So Brad's going to share with us what it means to be part of a profile service. He's going to give us insight on how their service works, why it's different than other profile listing services, and more importantly, not just what they do and why they do it, but how they came to be. And he's got an amazing story, and he's very passionate about his cause to really give a real pro-life option for expectant women out there that uh, are pregnant. They they're want to make a plan for their baby. And so you'll hear Brad's heart in this, and uh, he does an amazing job sharing it. I know you're going to enjoy the interview, so let's get into that right now with Brad from MyBabiesFamily.com. Okay, Brad, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm oh, doing great. I've had a great week. How about you, Tim? I, too, have had a great week. It's been a little hot, but I've had a great week. We're in the midst of, of summertime, so that's okay. We we expect it. Hey, I'm so yeah, glad it's you... Pretty, Go ahead. I was just going to say, it's pretty pretty warm here, and you're <laughs> the only thing standing between me and a weekend, so I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we're recording this on a Friday. We're both getting ready for the weekend, so yeah, it, it's 
it's a good time to talk. And thank you for coming on. I, I really appreciate it because I, I know we've we've had other people on talking about online profile listing services. And yours is a new one that's coming up and just starting to get out there. And we want to hear from the people that are behind these services that are out there. Um, not necessarily have a sure. commercial for those uh, services that are out there, but I just want to, folks to know who's behind the services, the websites, the people that are supporting the hopeful adoptive families and the expected parents out there. So I appreciate you coming on and explaining uh, your service and what's behind your service. So I'd like you, if you could start off with just telling us about you, your, your adoption story, what, what is your connection with adoption in your family? Well, my favorite story has to do with our, our fifth child. My, my wife and I have five children, five adult married children. And the one I'm about to tell you about is uh, about to have his first child next month. And so we're very excited about that. He and his wife, uh, Taylor, his name is Bradley, after me. My wife and I became adoptive parents. Uh, It was on a fateful evening when, when her sister, who had had a child, called. And when he was one month old and said that this was a child out of wedlock. She had uh, three other children already, and uh, her life circumstances were uh, stressful, to say the least. And so she told her sister that uh, she was going to place her child for adoption, and she was calling to ask us for advice because she knew we were involved with uh, the uh, pregnancy help centers uh, in several cities. And Boy, I tell you, Tim, I choked on my hamburger helper when I heard my wife say, we've been expecting your call. We'll take him. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was news to me, shocking news to say the least. And long story short on that is a year previous and, and constantly uh, from, from then until that moment I just described, my wife had felt impressed to start researching the possibility of adopting a special needs child, uh, which with a brand new business that we were starting at the time, that was 29 years ago, with uh, two children of one of each flavor, or two of each flavor, it made absolutely no sense to me. And I, I literally uh, thought she was, she was kind of losing it. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, rather than, argue for once in my life I just chose to you know kind of patronize her a bit and pat her on the head and well that's interesting honey what's for dinner (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about something that's uh, sane Uh, but this went on for the whole year and then that phone call came but what what she had failed to tell me was two weeks before that phone call. And this is the only time Tim in my wife's life that she would tell you that she heard something so clearly from God. Two weeks before that call came, uh, God uh, impressed upon her that the two-week-old baby boy that her sister had just had was going to be our son. Oh, wow. But she failed to tell me. She failed to tell me that. And I can understand why, you know, we, we think we hear God, but then, you know, we don't know it wasn't really a voice. And so was she just making that up, you know, having been doing this research for uh, a year now. And so she didn't tell me. 
to say the least, I, I was I was taken aback. And for the next three days, uh, I'm I'm really embarrassed to admit this, but if you've ever seen the movie The War of the Roses, uh, <laughs> that's what life was like around our household for about three days. I mean, we were like prize fighters coming into the ring, punching each other, not literally, but emotionally, and, and then going back to our corners. It was the most emotional three days I've ever experienced in my entire life before or since. And during that time, my best friend and I, we lived on the same street together, so we ran together every morning. This was February. It was extremely cold. We weren't extreme runners, so we really just kind of jogged for three miles and yapped the whole time. And so for three days, all we talked about was how insane this notion was of, of adopting this one-month-old baby boy. And I will never forget, as we stood there by my mailbox, and we didn't do this all the time, especially when it was about five degrees outside, but because of the import of the topic we'd been discussing constantly for three days, we decided to pray before we went in and got ready for work. I can't remember if he was leading or I was or both, but uh, one of us said amen, and and I looked up into my best friend's eyes, and I had I must have had just the strangest look on my face because, uh, you know, it was kind of that little sideward uh, uh, nod of the head, you know, when you – you know, you realize something and it just doesn't make any sense. And I looked at him and said, Tim, that's my son, isn't it? Isn't he? <laughs> and he said, yes, Brad, I, I believe that he is. And so what occurred in an instant in time, maybe exactly the same time while we were praying, the Lord through the Holy Spirit had told not just me, but both of us to, so that I could have confirmation that I just had my fifth child. Hmm. Uh, and from that day until now, and uh, Bradley Lewis Lindemann II is uh, 28 years old and uh, has been a blessing to our life every day since that fateful day. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> wow. Proud, proud the adoptive parent. Yes. Uh, we are uh, birth grandparents, but that's another story. So... Yeah. That's awesome. I call so, him the chosen one. <laughs> yeah. So you've been touched by adoption in a couple of different ways then. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And is that what led you to start this this endeavor, this mybabiesfamily.com, this profile listing service? Is that what led you to start that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was certainly the seminal event that we've had eight uh, or nine. I've kind of lost track what I refer to as surprise pregnancies in our family history. And obviously time doesn't permit to go through all that. But uh, so I have been passionately pro-life since early adulthood. In, in fact, uh, the beginning goes all the way back to my college days when I was convinced that my wife was pregnant. I was a baby Christian at the time, and I sought advice from my spiritual father and, and others. And because I was, uh, you know, all of uh, 19 years old, I think, and had the temerity to believe that I had a vote in the matter and that I might actually be able to convince my girlfriend to have an abortion if she was pregnant. 
and I'll never forget, you know, after a week of agonizing over all this and, uh, and, and again, uh, being impressed by God, uh, reading through Psalm 139, I wrote in the margin of my Bible in red ink, no abortion with a big red square around it. And from that day until this day, and that was 43, 44 years ago, my pro-life passion is just increased you know everything else other than the lord himself and uh and my my lovely bride 43 years oh, congratulations uh four days from now who was also my girlfriend then by the way so many things have come and gone since then but my passion for the sanctity of life has done nothing uh, but gotten stronger my hope is to spend increasing amounts of my time, talent, and treasure for whatever time the Lord allows me to remain, doing all that I can, quite frankly, to abolish abortion in America in my lifetime. I mean, not that I'm single-handedly going to do that, but <laughs> but I want to do everything that with the Lord's help I can possibly do to, to move us back uh, to a life-affirming, family-building culture. Uh, and to put the uh, the bloodstained chapter of Roe v. Wade uh, in the history books. Yeah, you mentioned to me before the, a pretty startling statistic. I, I think it was it went like this. You said of all the, I think you said single women who have or decide not to parent, I think is how you said it, mm-hmm. 90 eight of 100 of them decide to have an abortion and two decide to mm-hmm. make an adoption plan. And that, those are yeah. pretty startling numbers. Now, those are the ones that decide not to parent. Of course, there's a lot that do decide to parent, and that's every bit they're right. Yeah. But it's just amazing that uh, really 2%, only 2%, uh, decide to make an adoption plan. And we've talked about this too. You and I, the statistics are kind of sparse, but I think a lot of people agree there's anywhere from 17 to 20,000 infant adoptions that happen every year in the U S. So there's still a lot of babies born that are, that are adopted by helpful adoptive families. So is that uh, one of your driving force behind you? You got the, yeah, you got the math correct. And you know, the, uh, the other number, uh, that's baked into that is, uh, you know, we're still roughly at uh, a million abortions a year. Right. Uh, and so if uh, that's the way you get to the 98 to 2, you know, we've got a million abortions a year, rounded up uh, to 20,000 domestic infant adoptions, and you do the math, and that that's how you get to that very depressing statistic. Yes. If I had to give a singular answer for why we're doing what we're doing with MyBabiesFamily.com, that's the answer because that score, if you will, that 98 to 2 score in favor of abortion is a national tragedy. And then if you look at it globally, and I think we talked about this as well, and this was one of those data points hiding in plain sight that really just came to the forefront for me a few months ago. You know, in the latest numbers available that are circa 2015-2016, there were 56 million deaths of all kinds, 
uh, of all causes around the globe uh, in that time frame. And do you recall how many abortions took place in the same time frame? not a test. No. I'm not trying to stump the host. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> the answer's the same. It's 56 million. Oh, wow. I mean, think about that. That's, that's insane. Globally, yeah. we are taking the lives of the innocent and defenseless children in the womb at the same rate that God is taking home everybody else from deaths of all causes. Mm-hmm. Wow, 56 million to 56 that's million. That's to wrap your brain around, that's for and, sure. And that, that's the social injustice that few are, are really talking about uh, in, in terms of the import of, of those two data points. And one of the things that I want to do a deeper dive in is on the, uh, on the birth side of the equation. Because if you look at that on the surface, you know, you can make a case that says, goodness, when did we sign this global suicide pact among ourselves? Because, mm. you know, never mind the, you know, the, the moral import of the issue. If these trends continue, you know, we're eradicating humanity for crying out loud. Uh, but I, that's a different day and a deeper dive. And I don't, I don't have all the data points to support that statement, but it is, the fact that the abortions are equal to deaths by all other causes is just, it's just nauseating to me. And, yeah. and that's why when we built MyBabiesFamily.com, by the way, we built it on a infinitely scalable, very stable platform that, that can literally go global someday. And that's our ultimate vision. You know, God, God gave me a, a calling back in the early 2000s, you know, to, to do what I can to help abolish abortion in America in my lifetime. But golly, you know, as we just discussed, uh, that's just the beginning of the problem uh, on a worldwide scale. And, and we're, we're, we have built a platform uh, that can scale to step up to that issue. Yeah, it is impressive. And I saw, I saw on your site it says our primary goal is to provide expectant parents with a world-class site providing more adoptive families to consider than any other and we expect one day to have all adoptive families on our site. That's uh, an impressive an impressive goal. How do you want to achieve that? What's your plan to get all adoptive families on that site? Yeah, thank you for asking and it's it's you know, it's it's not really a secret formula. It's a well-proven freemium <laughs> formula is the, you know, the, the vernacular used in the Internet business building world. We're going to let uh, anybody who wants to post their profile uh, do so for free. We're going to allow adoption advisors the same. Uh, we're going to scale with that. You know, why Why wouldn't you be out there? More exposure is better exposure. If you're an advisor, you know, free advertising is the best form of advertising. Absolutely. Uh, you know, why wouldn't you do it? Uh, and then at, uh, you know, I, I, as it becomes clear and as the Lord leads, uh, we'll start to monetize it, as they say, Um uh, but but I want to be able to do so at very modest levels. Uh, I'm a little reticent to say 
to define that. So I'm going to hold back from doing that. Uh, but because I, I, I really don't know yet. I can just tell you that the whole purpose of scaling and having free listings is to be at a level once you offer some upgraded premium options that they become virtually no-brainers to do because the price of doing so is so modest. Again, why wouldn't you? It's kind of the, the next logical step. And, but let me hasten to add this, Tim, and, and I feel very strongly about this. Uh, what we are not going to do is to turn our adoptive profile uh, portfolio into a beauty contest or a bidder, uh, bidder's auction, you know, so that people can buy the way to the top and things like that. We will not allow that. Uh, we absolutely believe that uh, that the the adoption process uh, in the end game of a of a placement is a sacred transaction, and we don't want to do anything to manipulate it in any kind of an unnatural way. We're we're simply trying to facilitate it in a very sensitive, professional, uh, and moral way. We're absolutely committed to that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I, I, and to be clear to everybody, you can log in right now and go put your profile on mybabiesfamily.com for free. And so can adoption agencies. You call them adoption advisors, but that means, right, adoption agencies, yeah. uh, adoption attorneys, those kinds of folks, right? Yeah, and, and facilitators and consultants. We, we, you know, we want to be the destination for all of them. Everybody's welcome. What we don't allow is for families to come on there on their own in in an independent kind of wild west fashion uh we you know we think the advisors serve uh a, a very important role in all of this uh and so we require that families have two things that they have a client relationship with an adoption advisor and that they have a completed home study. That's it. You know, if you check those boxes and you're, you're more than welcome to list your profiles with us. And, uh, and by the way, I, uh, you know, one of the, one of the features that isn't there that's soon to be there, and I'll just go ahead and pre-announce uh, within the month, uh, there'll be the, the ability to upload video. Yeah. That, I was going to ask you that question because the video is, Profile videos are near and yep. dear to my heart <laughs> through my experience mm -hmm. and, and what I've been trying to do to help people uh, at my site, adoptionprofilevideo.com. I think people really need a video to really open up um, the connection there between them and expectant parents. I mean, that's really what helped my wife and I uh, connect with, with our kids as birth parents. And that having a video on there, they can just click on and see you see and watch you and see what your family's like and more importantly see what you life will be like for their baby and your family that's what they're looking for so i think yeah. putting a video on there would be huge yeah. i i'm i love the fact that you're doing that that's that's great i'm thank you for announcing that <laughs> well and thank you for reminding me that you've got some experience and offline uh you know in the not too distant future we need to talk about that because uh you know we're we're, we're plowing that field right now, and uh, any input you would have would be much appreciated. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think it's one thing to put your profile online. It's another thing to actually have a good profile online. That's what separates you from the 20,000 or 50,000 other people that want to put their profile online. What's going to separate you? It's, it is what makes you unique, but also how you put that on your profile listing service. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that, to hear that you're wanting to help people put a good profile online too. That, that's very, very important. Uh, as we grow, we will we will offer uh, more true consulting on the actual profile building process. Uh, we're we're really not. I mean, we are doing that in kind of a one-off fashion right now. Uh, but we will do that in a scalable fashion down the road. But but right now, it's just more important to you know, to, to get it out there, get it started as we have. And, uh, you know, we've got a very, very solid, uh, scalable platform that, that you're going to see a lot more from, you know, so uh, we're, we're, we make no pretense today, you know, we're, we're laying no claim saying, hey, we're the best out there or anything like that. Uh, we, we're very confident we will be someday, but very confident, by the way, also that the that our presence in the marketplace and the vision and that, that we have, our strategy, uh, that doesn't negate the need uh, or the place in the marketplace for anybody else out there uh, at all. Uh, and the, the model that inspired this idea in the first place, based on one of my other businesses, is Indeed.com in the uh, online job posting world. Mm -hmm. That's where this idea came from. But Indeed.com, most people out there in your audience would likely know that uh, any employer can post a job for free on Indeed.com. I do it all the time. I've never paid them a single dime. Now, they wish I would, and they wish I'd upgrade my service, and you know maybe I will, but I'm too busy trying to build my baby's family right now to pay much attention to it, quite frankly. You can go and see any online job posted in America on indeed.com and eventually that'll be the whole world that's kind of the vision that we have you know it's like you know but but that doesn't mean that my company ambassador solutions doesn't have its own website where we post our jobs that's how they originate and they they just go automatically to indeed.com you know, and someday you know that that kind of a model you know may actually work with uh the much smaller world that we're talking about. You know, our low estimate is we've got about a million families in waiting out there at any one time in America. And that's, that's who we're trying to serve. And, and, and we see no reason that every one of them, uh, first of all, they should all be online. There's a surprising number that aren't. Uh, and that's, that'll change. I, I'm, Frankly, as I've dug into it, I'm, I'm shocked that uh, anybody is still trying to do this and without an online presence. But, but there are, and they have their reasons, but I think those reasons will go away in the not-too-distant future. So that's our audience. That's who we're trying to serve today and then, and then the world. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, to be clear, I, I, why wouldn't you post your, your – if you're able to put your profile on a site like yours that is beautiful <laughs> – and do it for free, why wouldn't you do it? And it's just like, uh, I think you might say this in your frequently asked questions on your page, but well, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, you encourage folks to put their profile on as many sites as you can manage. 
I mean, the more exposure you right. get, the better odds there are going to be, or the faster you're going to be able to adopt that baby of your dreams. So, yeah, I think you put it very well that uh, why wouldn't you do it and uh, just put it on there for free and 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 put it out there. I mean, the more places you put it out there, you know, the the higher the chance you're going to be uh, to be able to connect with that expectant mom out there. And speaking of expectant moms, I was going to ask you, what do you do for them? How is your, how does the My Baby's Family work for expectant moms? So they want to come on your site. How does it work for them? What do you do for them? Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's much to be built out uh, down the road as, as we get smarter about, about what she really wants. Right. And, and we don't pretend to be expert in that very, very important and very sensitive area, but we have to get in the game to, to learn those things. So she has the ability to create an account. Uh, she doesn't have to create an account. Nobody, you, as you see, you can get in search on our families without creating an account today. There will be additional features that, that will give her more reasons to create an account. But Today, she doesn't have to. She can look through them. She can even favorite them uh, without having an account. One of the things, you know, that we've observed, uh, we know that there are times, you know, expectant mothers look at this differently. This is a very hard decision. That is clear for all of them. Uh, And they react to it very differently. I mean, some of them literally want to have nothing to do with selecting that family. You know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, it's the hardest decision of my life. I'm, I'm going to do it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm going to have a closed adoption. I want to be done with it and go on. You know, there, there are those, right? And I understand how that can be. You know, what I just described certainly beats the alternative. But long-term, uh, thinking about uh, the woman long-term, I think she might look back and and wish she'd done it differently. We're not going to push that, but we're going to give her uh, the capability of uh, tailoring her experience with us uh, to, to whatever her level of of interest and need is. And so uh, I think we may have talked about this in our previous discussion, Tim, forgive me if I'm repeating it, uh, but, but maybe your audience needs to think about this anyway. You know, one of the one of the questions that we have, quite frankly, uh, there's nobody out there that I know of with more than uh, 800 or so profiles. And so, when we have a site one day that has hundreds of thousands of them, <laughs> that you could say, my goodness, that that's going to be self-defeating. You know, a, an expectant mom's going to get on that site, and every circuit is going to break. You know, it's just <laughs> going to blow her mind. Right. And and you know what, if, if that's true, if, if that's really the case, and, and that's the, what experience proves, then, then gosh, we tried. Uh, we, need to, we need to course correct in a major way. Uh, but here's, here's the other possibility. She gets on there, and instead of seeing 100 families, you know, she sees 100,000. And instead of being overwhelmed, you know, because the search capabilities can, you know, narrow that down to a very small list pretty quickly. Uh, by the way, those are a quick aside. Those search capabilities fully are not out there today yet. 
that wasn't a priority because, you know, until the number of profiles gets up there, you know, it, it really doesn't matter that much. But those search capabilities will also, uh, very granular capabilities will be there within the next month to six weeks. She may look at that and say, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? I mean, there, there are that many. You know, it's one thing to talk about numbers. It's another thing to look at them. <laughs> to look at those beautiful smiling faces and, you know, those, all those wonderful pictures, you know, that we've all gotten familiar with, you know, through these uh, these profile sites. No, I agree with you. I, I've well, I don't heard, know. I've heard uh, you know, in other we, places that, it, that expectant moms um, are looking for very specific, like they want a Christian mm-hmm. family that lives in Indianapolis, Indiana, you know. And mm-hmm. you know, and maybe have two or three other things that they really want uh, in a uh, adoptive family yeah. for their for their baby. So, if you have the more people on there, like you said, and you have the search ability to go, I want uh, to see all the families in Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, that fit my criteria, mm-hmm. and they have five of them or ten of them. That's a whole lot better than one, you know, <laughs> or none. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard right. you know other times of uh, agencies and other folks have struggled to find a family that matches the expectant mom's preferences and they have to go searching all over the place to try to find a family mm-hmm. that that really does meet their preferences so i i can see how this would work and you got so many families on there that they can find somebody that meets meets their preferences so i i think it's that's a great idea well well let, let me back up a second and i and i appreciate that uh uh, you know, we are not going into this professing to be experts. We're professing to have a passion for three basic beliefs. And this is probably a good point to, to talk about that. Belief number one is that every unborn child has an unalienable right to life. Belief number two is that every child deserves a safe, and loving family. And belief number three is that there is a safe and loving family for every child. And Tim, believing those three things, we see it as our mission at mybabiesfamily.com is to help expectant parents. And and we're going to be doing some very provocative things so that parents in the plural really means something in the process. We understand that legally it's mom's decision. We understand that. We also understand something that the dynamics, you know, that are going on, you know, between mom and the father and, and uh, other, uh, other significant males in her support system. Maybe we can talk about that in a minute, but our job is to help the parents led by the expected mother to find that safe and loving family for, and get this, her baby. Our, the name of our site is very purposeful. My, hey, yes, it is yours. Baby, yes, it is a baby. It is not a blob of tissue. It is a baby. And family, 
it deserves one. It's yeah, yours. It's a human being, and it deserves a family, my baby's family. That's how that name came about. And uh, and that's our job. And by the way, uh, probably the most unique thing about us of all is the fact that uh, we we have no bias towards adoption. Our our confessed bias is towards the life of the child. We can't fathom a scenario in which the best interests of an unborn child are served by taking its life in the womb. We don't think that's ever possible or even if it were, you know, just to give us a little moral backdoor if we feel like we have to have one, even if it were possible uh, that that would be the case, who are we to know? <laughs> right. Who are we to know? You know, you, I mean, you know, on the one in a, a million or more where, yeah, the kid would be better off never seen the light of day. You know that? I mean, you you can make that call today. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I don't know who can do that other than the Lord himself and that's right. so if that's the case, you know, he he'll 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 deal with it in his way cuz he's the only one that has the right to do so. Uh and and so we we're not we're not biased towards adoption, and you know this is an issue when you when you get into these very sensitive discussions with the expectant mom. As soon as they feel like somebody's really selling a, adoption hard, they run for the door, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're yeah, not going to well. sense that with us because a win for us is every time a baby is delivered. And we hear that first cry, and then we celebrate that first birthday, uh, which is why what you see is is what you get on our homepage. Yeah. And I saw on your Frequently Asked Questions page, there's a spot under Expectant Mom that where she may ask, uh, this would be a question that an Expectant Mom would ask, I'm not ready to create an adoption plan for my baby, but I could use some help considering my options. Is there someone who can help me? Can you talk about that? You uh, offer uh, an unbiased uh, pregnancy support through a third party. Can you talk about that? Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a controversial one uh, in in the established uh, adoption advisor circles. But we feel very strongly about this, and thank you for bringing it up. You're referring to a partnership we have with Heartbeat International, yes, and their option line service. Uh, which has taken 3 million calls, emails, texts, or online chat communications from expectant mothers all around North America. So they have more experience with this than anybody. You know, they are the ones that have been called more than anybody on the planet by an expectant mom with, golly, I'm pregnant and, you know, I got problems, you know, and you help me. And so, so they they do a limited amount of of uh, online or on the phone or online counseling. 
but but what they're ultimately there to do, if she wants in-person counseling through one of the 2,400 pregnancy health centers around the country, uh, they can arrange that appointment for her. Uh, and on the site, you know, she she can do it herself too because there's uh, uh, there's a health center locator on our site as well where she could get to that herself if she chose to do so. But, uh, but you know, and, and I know that a lot of our, I don't want well, to hope, hopefully not a lot, but some of our advisor friends are going to think that, you know, that's, that's kind of turning the train around and going the other direction when you're, when you by definition are dealing with somebody that has come to your site. They're obviously at least thinking about adoption and now we're effectively calling time out and say, hey, are you sure about this? We, we want to give her every possible resource that's available to her to make the best possible decision for herself and for her baby. And the last thing we want to do, and you've heard these stories, I'm sure you've shed tears with friends that have gone through this, you know, with those, uh, those matches that don't go to placement right. because she, she changes her mind. That's where, you know, if you're an adoptive couple, you know, with your hopes and dreams uh, built up so high, that's where it, those maternal instincts that are wired into her DNA that are, you know, just so strong and they get ever stronger as that delivery date comes. That's working against the adoptive family, right? Because that just is, it's a raging torrent of hormones. And the maternal instinct is so strong. And so prior to that, you want to have done everything possible to help her look at this thing from every possible angle and, and be as resolved as it, is, as it is humanly possible to be before she goes into labor. But again, it's her baby. She properly has... Uh, legal rights to keep that child as she should, as yeah. should. And we don't ever want to be a part of pressuring her otherwise, and we will not be. Yeah, I think it's great that you guys do that because this the pregnancy support is is important. They Even if they come, or an expectant mom comes to the site and is obviously considering adoption or at least wants to explore it, you don't know where mm -hmm. their heart is. You don't know how far into the decision-making they are as far as do they mm -hmm. want to make an adoption plan or parent? So I think it makes a lot of sense to have this pregnancy support there just to give them an option that they may not even have seen or considered or know where to go to get. So to me, yeah. it makes a whole lot of sense to give them that, that option there because whatever is going on in their world, somehow, some way they're in a little bit of a crisis or a lot of crisis because they don't know what to do. Do they parent? Right. Do they not parent? And what are their what are their options? And I can see, I can feel from you just hearing you talk about adoption and how it's affected your family and how it's affected your world and how uh, deeply passionate you are about uh, not only mybabiesfamily.com and what that can do for the adoption world, but um, just to help the whole pro-life cause. I applaud you for that. I know it might be controversial to people because certainly there are people that don't agree with the 
the pro-life stance, but I do, and I'm proud to have you on the show and to talk about it as it is a tremendous, tremendous loss that we deal with. And um, I just applaud you for building this whole platform to help the adoption community. And I'm proud to have you on just to let everybody know what is going on behind my babiesfamily.com because you can see a new site come up all the time and go, oh, there's another new adoption profile site or another new adoption site. But who's behind it? What's their story? And I'm proud yeah. to have you on to, to tell your story. Well, those are kind words, Tim. And, and let me let me add to that this because some may not realize that we are a for-profit social enterprise. And and some may wonder, well, why? You know, what? Why are you a for-profit? I mean, uh, I can. The, the skeptics would say, well, you know, if you if you really had heart and soul into this, wouldn't you be a non-profit? I mean, in <laughs> in in that, what uh, the uh, a real purist would do? That to which I say, well, not in this case, because. Of what we're trying to do would be extremely difficult to fund through nonprofit means. We're talking some serious scale here. Uh, we're talking serious dollars needed for uh, uh, internet marketing, primarily, and other forms of it. You know, because it's all for naught uh, if if we don't first uh, get the profiles there, and and secondly. Uh, bring the expectant mother traffic to the side, and and uh, so those parties can meet one another. So yeah, that's that's why it is a for-profit enterprise, and there are many things that we want to do uh, to to address the systemic problems in the industry with whatever profits you know we're blessed to make. And let me give you a quick example. Uh, one of our uh, new advisor friends. Uh, out on the West Coast has had a heart for the that critical window, you know, where 90% of the abortions occur in America between the 6th and 12th week, right? And and there's a problem if, if you've got someone that's uh, seriously thinking about adoption with if, if there are some financial needs that occur uh, prior to you know, the completion of the first trimester, as there often are, you know, I'm sure different uh, agencies and attorneys do it differently. But for the most part, they're, they're reticent, as are their clients, to start doling out money prior to the completion of the first trimester. Have, you know, can you, would you agree with yeah, that? Has yeah, that been absolutely. your experience? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's an example of how we could redeploy profits for the greater good, uh, we, we would like to facilitate the funding of that critical window uh, without having her to, to make any kind of a pledge, much less, uh, heaven forbid, a legal commitment to placing her child. We just want her to allow the child to live. And, and I can envision, and I can't take credit for this, and, and uh, this might be a wonderful person to have on your show. I'm, I'm going to leave her name out of it for the moment. But a lovely lady who had this idea, that six-week window, that critical six-week window that everybody in the pro-life movement is, is focused on, never mind the adoption aspect, there's a funding need there that is not being met. We'd like to play a role in meeting that. 
Oh, wow. um, and it wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't want it. I'm thinking off the top here. That's dangerous. But <laughs> I, I, you know, and, and to take the risk, to take the risk with this oftentimes, you know, very young, scared young lady and say, look, we want to help you give your baby life. And if it takes X number of dollars, you know, to get you from here to there, you know, we're going to give that to you. And the best we can ask from you is that, you know, a stated intent. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm either going to parent this baby or I'm going to place this baby for adoption. Mm -hmm. But if I don't have, you know, $3,000 over the next six weeks, you know, I I just, you know, (laughs) that the the abortion so-called solution is, is real to me. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, so anyway, I won't go. I, I just wanted to throw out an example, you yeah, know, because we right. we're not trying to simply profit from the problem. There are plenty of people doing that, right? When when we profit, it will be because we're a part of solving the problem. That that ninety-eight to two score that we started off with, that we got to do way way better than that. Uh, yeah. That's that's what I'm focused on, you know, and, and I'm trusting the Lord to bring the money, uh, both in terms of, of, of investment needed now uh, that we're pursuing out there in the, in the public marketplace, uh, but also in terms of, uh, you know, the, the wise way to monetize this so that everybody wins, so that we're not just profiteers, but we're problem solvers with uh, what I personally consider to be the greatest problem in our country today. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. I hope you can do that. Sounds like you're, you're, you're definitely a passionate guy that's willing to put it out there and, and go for it and, and try. And that's what we need more of. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you coming on we're going to wrap it up here, but I wanted to uh, ask you to just let families know, how would they get started on my baby's family? If they want to put their profile on there, they want to get their, um, their name out there that hey we want to adopt how would they get started yeah you go go to the main page uh you know there are three really nice looking pictures there and and there's the representative picture of the adoptive family be in the middle or actually you can there's a create account button top right on the home page absolutely there uh, is but you probably yeah <laughs> I'm walking around. Jim, are you looking at your computer? <laughs> I am looking at my computer, and there's a big green button yeah. that says create account. Yeah, yeah. but there, you're right. There on the bottom, yeah. it does say uh, for adopted yeah. families or expected families or adoption advisors, learn more about how to get started. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and I would advise them to go, you know, to the, the learn more so that they can get some more of the background. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a fairly easy process in terms of account creation, and you can take all the time you need. I would encourage you, you know, once you start, it's like anything else. Who wants a half-cleaned-out garage, right? Let's just do the whole thing. <laughs> so it's – and especially if you've already done it, you know, on another platform, you, you should have the artifacts uh, available, and you can do that. and. And, and also, you know, we talked about video. Uh, a lot of folks have a uh, primarily uh, a PDF formatted uh, family album type of thing. You know, different sites call them different things. 
so we, we don't have the the capability to create that on our site today. What one day we might, we haven't made that business decision yet, but you do have the ability to upload whatever you may already have. And a lot of people do. So, and that's uh, right now that's just PDF format, but that's what most of them are. So, you know, and, and, and of course, picture quality, you know, and we, uh, we've got a minimum bar of 400 by 400 pixels uh, for picture quality. And that's really, you know, for the benefit of the family. They they don't want to be out there with pictures that are measurably less quality than those around them. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, I've I've done it. I mean, <laughs> and I I did it I did it without anybody holding my hand. And uh, you know, trust me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. It's it's just not that tough. The uh, you know probably the hardest part if you haven't done it is is writing the the letters yeah because uh, those are those are important you know we give them the opportunity to address the expectant mother and we give them the opportunity to uh essentially tell you tell us anything you want to tell us about your family and and then uh for if we have two parents and we do allow a single parent adoptive families uh, but if we have two they can write a letter about one another, uh, which is kind of nice. And again, uh, a lot of this stuff is uh, fairly commonly out there. So we're not, you know, we're not suggesting that uh, that much of it is is unique. But where we're going is is actually pretty unique, and I, I'm excited about it. And uh, I just appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Um, uh, anything else that? Uh, that might be worth talking about before we sign off. No, I would just recommend everybody that hears this to go to my mybabiesfamily.com and just look at the families that are already out there. You click on families and you can see what the profile actually looks like and, and the mm-hmm. thumbnail on the page. And then also if you click on there on, a, on a, one of those families, you can see everything that goes on inside of that, the profile. So if you've never created one, go check it out and take a look and see what you think and uh, see how you might be able to make yours uh, the same or more unique and uh, add your own flavor to the profile that you put on that site. And why not do it? It's free. Go do it. Go do it today. I mean, I've adopted three Mm -hmm. times and I know that the more you put your name out there, the faster you're going to be able to adopt just because of sheer numbers. You need to get the word out that you want to adopt and make that connection with that expectant mom out there. So go do it. All well, right. and they are, Tim, to put an exclamation point on what you just said, uh, they determine the look of their profile. You know, there's, there's back to my prior comment, there's nothing that we're going to do uh, that is going to tilt the table one way or the other. Right. Uh, it's, it's, it's up to them, and, and that's the way I think that it should be, right? Uh, that nobody, uh, don't, don't, uh, don't send us an email saying you want to hang Christmas tree lights around the frame of all your pictures so they stand <laughs> out. <laughs> We're not going to do that. <laughs> yep. No, that's understood. What makes you unique is not um, how you make the profile look on the site necessarily. It's more of what is unique to you, but yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, thanks, Brad, for coming on. I appreciate all your your time and uh, definitely your, your passion and everything that goes in behind uh, mybabiesfamily.com and why you guys made it. And, and I continue to hope and pray that it goes well for you, that you continue to change the adoption world and flip those 98.2 numbers. Thanks, Brad. Tim, thank you as well for all you do for uh, the kids. Uh, it's not lost on uh, the folks that are uh, listening to this that you do a, an awful lot uh, for many, many years, and uh, I thank you for it. I appreciate that, Brad. All right. Well, go enjoy your weekend. You as well. All Take right. care. Take care, Brad. Thanks. All right. What an amazing interview. I love Brad. He's, you can hear his heart in wanting to help the adoption world and doing his part to to change the adoption world for the better uh, through not only his website, mybabyassembly.com, but just uh, in in talking to people. You know, if you talk to Brad, he's going to share with you his passion. So I appreciate how he did that so eloquently on the show today. And I hope you really enjoyed the interview as I did. Uh, be sure to go to mybabiesfamily.com, get started with your free profile. Uh, you can list everything right there for free and go check out what other people's look like and, and see how they uh, created their profile, what they did on there. And Brad, uh, as you said, heard in the interview, he's going to add more and more stuff, more and more features, more and more uh, fun things to his site to make it even better. So I'm excited to see what they come up with and how they are continuing to change the adoption profile world. And uh, as I said at the, at the intro, I hope you go and check out adoptionprofilevideo.com. That is my site dedicated to helping you create an amazing adoption profile video that you can use to share with the world and connect faster with an expected mom. I'm very passionate about it. I hope you can hear that in my voice. I hope you go to adoptionprofilevideo.com. Get my free three videos that will just help you uh, get started anyway to, to figure out what you can do to make an amazing profile video. Everything we talked about today, the links, the resources, I will have in the show notes at infantadoptionguide.com forward slash 58 because this is episode number 58 already. Uh, one more thing I'd last ask, if you would, if you enjoy the show, I'd love it if you go give an honest review on iTunes. Just go to infantadoptionguide.com forward slash iTunes. Click there. You can leave a review. I appreciate you taking the time to do that. And God bless you on your adoption journey. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to my dad.